young. I am. And I am a young black. A young black. Young black. A young black. Black. Black equestrian. 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 Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. I'm a young black equestrian. I am a young black equestrian. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Young Black Equestrians, sponsored by Black Equestrian Network, a modern-day green book for the black horse industry. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your hosts, Abriana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch. Today we have Tori Bush here today, who is a barrel racer who has overcome many odds. So we are going to hear about that today and celebrate her achievements as well. Welcome to the show, Tori. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. So briefly, just tell us about yourself, kind of where you're located, horses you ride, all that. Um, well, my name is Victoria Bush, but everybody calls me Tori, and I'm 15 years old, and I'm a sophomore at MacArthur High School in Lawton, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I barrel race, and I <laughs> usually ride a horse named Deuce, but um, I started riding a horse named Woody not that long ago. So I ride two horses right now. Nice, nice. And what kind of horses are they? Um, Deuce is an appendix, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just He's a quarter horse. Yeah. Yeah. One's off the track and then the other's just quarter horse. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Nice. You like some big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most appendix are pretty big. <laughs> yeah, he's like 16'3", so he's a big guy. <laughs> yeah, and he still gets down and around those barrels pretty good. Oh yeah, he's 17 and he's he's actually like peaking right now. So yeah, that's <laughs> pretty awesome. Good, good. I know a lot of times people say, you know, people try to rush the horses into work and stuff, but they don't peak, like even jumpers. They're not yeah. peaking until like 10, between 10 and 20. So and he got a late start. I think it was, what, how old? 10. 10. So he got a really late start and yeah, and he loves that's his probably job. That's probably better for him than not, honestly. Yeah, he loves yeah. it. <laughs> So how did you get into horses? Um, my mom actually enrolled me in lessons to kind of help with my fine motor and gross motor skills and delays. Yeah, yeah she was, um, and she doesn't know a whole lot about it. No, I don't want to like step in, but we don't really, she doesn't understand like all the diagnoses that we got. And, it, you know, I never, even as a kid, told her why we were doing things. It was just something we did. So, <laughs> so, but um little little things popped up like when she was um a baby she never sat up like you could sit her up and she would just fall right over <laughs> mm. and um she never really crawled she did the combat thing so her you know use your elbows to crawl mm-hmm. and just random things kept coming up like when she was in daycare they were like well their worst for me is they thought tori was lazy um she won't do her zipper she won't do her buttons you know and um it just kind of one of those light bulbs and I'm like wow I need to go have her tested and so from that point on we're like oh yeah she's got fine motor delays gross motor delays coordination issues and and then we also got another surprise about her vision I was like you know and I'm a I'm a therapist I was shocked I was like (laughs) I miss all this and Mm -hmm. and uh so being a therapist and I work with occupational and physical therapists I'd already known about horse riding being amazing thing for, um, to help a lot of like handicapped and autistic children and 
I grew up loving horses, never having many opportunities. And so <laughs> kind of <laughs> use that and put them together. And so just one of those things. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing that you <clears throat> can advocate for your kid and kind of say, okay, so I don't think she's lazy. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. And after it, I got over being hurt. <laughs> like, right. Say that? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what are some of the challenges you've faced, you know, competing at such a high level? I feel like you've been competing for a while. Um. It was kind of hard for me. Like, my trainer had to really kind of help me and kind of, instead of teaching me the more direct and right, she kind of had to come up with different ways to teach me, mm -hmm. especially for barrel racing, because sometimes my body doesn't always do what I want it to do. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard. Mm -hmm. Can you give us an example of that? Like, so, like, one of the alternative ways that you learned how to perfect your craft? Um. She just kind of like, you know, one of the things I think is, you know, is how she was approaching the barrel and her, you know, she's given her all this language about how she's supposed to do it. And, you know, she's like, well, Tori should be doing this with her hand and moving it down. And she's like, but I'm going to teach her to over, you know, what does she say? Over like over-exaggerate this move to kind of go around it because she didn't have the strength to kind of slide her hand down and pulling the reins so she's like man I'm just gonna have to teach her to go a little wide and mm -hmm. we'll deal with it that way yeah and, and and a lot of times it's just her um trainer watching the video video and going okay now let me imagine what it's like and let me see what's going on and they just kind of take it from there <laughs> mm -hmm. that she can take the time to fit your needs yeah she's yeah. She's been really lucky and, and one of the vision things that she doesn't talk about is, um, I mean, we, I think in the first grade, another big eye opener, the teacher, she called me and said, you know, Tori's crying. I'm trying to get her to copy this stuff from the overhead and she's not keeping up and I don't understand why. And so <laughs> when I went back to talk to one of the therapists, occupational therapists, she was like, well, have you ever taken her to a vision specialist? Well, no. So then we come to find out she has a lazy eye. Images weren't merging the same. Mm -hmm. Something about the connection and how she saw it. And then when we, she would go to write it down on paper, she would lose it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you kind of take that into perspective with barrel racing, we're like, she can't even see from a distance. How is she knowing where to approach the barrel or, you know, how to go into it and when it's there and, mm -hmm. you know, but it's stuff that she can't really um, explain because it's just all she's ever known, <laughs> you know, so she's like, I don't know what to tell you guys. It's just how I've seen it. And so yeah. we've always said we'd love to have a pair of glasses and just kind of see what it, what it was like. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that for sure. Have you guys had to go through like multiple trainers or, you know, kind of work to find the best fit or did you kind of land it on the first try? We didn't land it on the first try. <laughs> well, we kind of met, can I say that we met at the old? Yeah. Uh -huh. We met the trainer that I have now through my old trainer actually. Mm -hmm. They were friends. And nothing against her. Um, she, she was a teenager as well. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of hard for her to grasp what was right. going on with Tori. And she would just have her do it over and over oh, and God. over again, but not really understanding why she wasn't getting it. And, mm -hmm. and um, the other girl who was older, her name's Angela, but we call her Rodeo Mom. <laughs> 
um, she just, she said, you know, I can tell Tori is an amazing rider. You know, we're putting her on these horses and she's able to stay on, but she's like, things aren't clicking with her. And she just asked, can I take you to a race one day? And, <laughs> and you they, did. Yeah, she went. <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome. What's your favorite thing about horses? Um, and I really like how you can kind of bond with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like with Deuce, I feel like we're really alike. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> like with Tim, he's very, he's very dramatic. Yes, <laughs> he's very dramatic. So basically, you're dramatic too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> yeah, we call him our princess pony. So Barbie, Barbie pony, horse. yeah, <laughs> Barbie horse. Yeah, he's um, give some examples like what he does. He's so quirky. <laughs> um, well, he doesn't like puddles. Like if there's a puddle, he'll try. Like one time, he tried to jump over a puddle because he didn't want to step in it. <laughs> my horse is the same way my horse like the same thing <laughs> I think I think their legs get longer like their body will go over the puddle but their legs will be like <laughs> out to the side oh yeah he won't like dark mats like she can be working them on the track and there was a darker patch of grass and he just decided he needed to jump over it oh, my goodness. I mean <laughs> He won't, if it's raining, he won't come out. He'll like poke his head. He has to have all the fans pointed on him. Like (laughs) he's something and he's like, I don't, it's like bugs and everything. He just is so dramatic. It's just, just (laughs) he's just rotten. He's rotten. And we were, yeah, we say he's absolutely, but he, he totally picked her. She was, she was actually very scared of him. But I mean, I, those quirks will make you a better rider for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't realize how much she puts up with. And then when she got on another horse, she was like, wow, he's really not that bad <laughs> compared to Deuce. <laughs> now, how do Deuce and Woody compare? Is Woody an easier ride or just different? Um, He's easier in some ways. Like with Deuce, you kind of really have to, it's kind of hard to get him in the pen sometimes, like the way I want with Woody, he's he's a lot easier to me. Like, you just kind of have to cock his head and he'll just go. With Deuce, you kind of have to really work to get him. Yeah, to get him to go in the way you want to. Mm-hmm. And then Woody's not really, like, a lovable horse. Like, he doesn't like being pet or anything. <laughs> he doesn't like to be messed with. And Deuce is, like, the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. That's yeah. Interesting. Different personalities for sure, but you can ride them both. That's yeah. all that matters. Mm-hmm. So how has having and riding horses affected your life? Like, what do you think would have been different if you didn't have them? Well, growing up, I didn't really have like any sports or like or anything I was good at. Like we tried like everything like soccer and cheerleading and I hated all of it and it was really hard because you know I have an older brother who's really athletic and he's just good at like everything he tried mm-hmm. and so I really like that I have rail racing and rodeos to kind of like it's something I'm good at and something I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's awesome yeah. yeah I did a lot of random sports also but horses I mean takes the cake every time like that's the only thing that I'm still doing <laughs> like on the soccer field she's in the middle of the game and she just walked off she's like I'm done <laughs> <laughs> 
she literally walked off and dad was the coach and she's just like, I'm done. I oh. like this. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. My soccer team was so good. I, I just volunteered to be the goalie. <laughs> I never, ever really saw the ball. I was just like, good job, guys. You do it great. Keep it over there. <laughs> that is so funny. So what vision do you have for your future in the horse industry? Um, short term, I really want to do good at NBHA Youth World of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I've really started to like rodeos lately, so I really want to try to go to more rodeos and do good. Mm-hmm. And then long term, I want to get a rodeo scholarship, and hopefully, I really like the University of Las Vegas. Very <laughs> specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, I kind of it's more di- it's the more diverse university compared to the other ones with rodeo teams I looked at. And the weather is really nice for like practicing and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind I don't know how to really word this. She's like, just like, yeah. Um, I just kind of want to get away from where I've grown up from. Yeah. 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 She's like, I want to see something outside of Oklahoma. <laughs> but if if the opportunity popped up somewhere else, I I would of course go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's it's nice to have a plan. Mm you know, this young. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's, she's definitely very goal oriented, very focused. Mm -hmm. Most of our weekends are taken up every single weekend, you know. Um, So she's, you know, she's definitely understands what it takes. It's not something she's just gonna have dropped on her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's what I, that's what we try to tell people with Horses, like, I mean, these other sports, like, make sure you have your cleats, yeah. <laughs> get your jersey, but, like, with horses, the sheer amount of responsibility that comes with it is, like, make sure he doesn't die. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like, it's, like, a whole being, like, yeah. keep this alive, and it's different. It's different from Absolutely. other sports. So, I know, like, a lot of people don't get it, um, you know, but like your horse has a chiropractor. I'm like, yeah, yes, you know, we've, I've never been to one, but her horse has, but you know, just, it's a lot of care and upkeep, you know, so that's why she's writing a second one. She's very well aware that, you know, something happens to one, she's got to be able to jump on another. And then we've got two other ones that her trainer's working on. So mm-hmm. definitely not, like you said, you can't just go out and buy a pair of cleats and, <laughs> you know, like, we're always thinking, can we keep them healthy? You know, what can we do yeah. to not wear them down and things like that? So it's a lot of, yeah. a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at as far as career options? Um, I actually want to be a nurse. <laughs> that work, my neighbor is a barrel racing nurse. Really? So, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Yes. The only problem she's having is coordinating the colleges that have nursing mm-hmm. and college mm-hmm. ready. That's that's something we've been kind of surprised about mm-hmm. that's maybe a little bit limiting as far as but you know, things can change. She's gone from a vet to a nurse. <laughs> you know, so she's got how many more three more years. So mm-hmm. you got time to figure it out. Oh, absolutely. Caitlin, do you have any questions for her? Um, I was gonna ask you mentioned that the trainer's working with two other horses um just thinking long term do you think you'll want a lot of horses one day um I don't I do want I don't think I want a lot of horses Mm -hmm. but once I'm like older and out of college I do want some horses so like 
I'm kind of teach barrel racing to like my kids so they'll kind of continue that so we can have that in the family because like right now I'm the only person that does that and I want to continue that. We're the first persons and on either side don't own horses and really I mean you know people are like oh we used to have you know something but Mm -hmm. so yeah this is I'm excited because that's I think something neat I said that I hope kind of carries on and you know and she can kind of keep going because it's it's been everybody's like oh your mom must ride nope no nope, mom doesn't ride <laughs> mom doesn't mom can sit on a horse and go around the trail but that's about it so we've talked about it and I think it'd be something neat that she can pass on kind of keep yeah. that going. yeah Very one cool thing too. about horses they usually don't go away <laughs> I don't think so. I don't see that out. I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about land and everything like that because we don't even have horses with us. Like we're, you know, in the city. And, mm -hmm. and so we've just been lucky with people always surrounding us that have just really thought that she was special enough and that want to help. So very blessed. Yeah. Do any of your friends ride horses? No. <laughs> no, most of them don't even know she barrel races. Oh, what? Why don't you tell them? <laughs> well, they know. Well, they know now, but but it's not anything she's ever really. She's just different. She's very quiet. <laughs> I'm like, you are, you know, you're pretty bad at this, aren't you? I'd be like, I'd be posting it all over, and she's like, Oh no, mom, never know. <laughs> Yeah, because you are doing great. I saw the the last video Thank um, you. that Mom posted, and I, we were talking about it this morning. Just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And I think it's so funny. Um, I think that I, it might be like a quality of horse people. Like if your horse friends are not, or if your friends are not already horse people and you know they don't understand. <laughs> That's kind of her. <laughs> like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm, I'm busy, but you know, I only have like a show to do, <laughs> like a rodeo. And thinking back, like only my family was at my horse shows. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't invite my friends. No, she doesn't either. <laughs> Sometimes to rodeos, but not really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's she just got around to doing rodeos because just with the vision thing, the night, her mm -hmm. eyes just going, you know, when you're going from being dark and then all of a sudden in the light. Um, but she's finally kind of worked around that and got over that fear. So ro now she enjoys rodeos. <laughs> Before she was like, I don't want to do them. <laughs> and now she really, she feeds off the crowd. Don't let her tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> So what are some, what are some suggestions or some advice you can give to someone who's having, you know, physical difficulties or, you know, having to overcome something to become a better rider? Um, I would say you really have to work hard and kind of push through it because it's, it's, it is really hard and I had to kind of figure out, you know, like you can't just give up. Anytime. <laughs> My mom's a bad guy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and you kind of have to realize that the people like around you are just trying to help you, you know? Because mm -hmm. at first, like, I, don't, I didn't want to listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I think one of the big things is I think a lot of people assume that, you know, this is something that kind of fell into her lap or she just 
instantly found the perfect barrel horse and the perfect just everything. And I, I think telling them how I, that's why I say you need to tell your story, not just to the background of the issues that you face, but also people realizing that you can build up to something. Mm -hmm. uh, just tell them how you started. Um, <laughs> my first horse, um, actually, I remember, can I tell about how dad was in Chicago? Mm -hmm. okay, so my first horse, I remember talking about, and she finally agreed to it, but she was like, you have to save up half. And actually, my dad was in Chicago at the time, so I remember calling him all excited about how mom said I could get a horse. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she didn't tell him anything about it, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, I'll wait till dad can tell him about <laughs> Yeah, and, then, and so my trainer at the time, she got this horse, and he, you know, he wasn't anything special, but he was really sweet, but, you know, he's kind of slow, and he didn't know anything about barrels, but he was really good at the time for me. Mm -hmm. And then we actually ended up losing him to cancer. Oh, okay. He was a neat horse. Um, we only had him for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was he was amazing. Um, God, he was awful as far as teaching you anything. He was he was the horse that wanted to just walk, and so she was trying to learn to trot with him, and it was a constant battle. <laughs> like he didn't want to, he wanted to be loved on, and he wanted to be given treats, and that's the extent of it. And uh, and about a year into it. Uh, we found out he had cancer in his eye and we did surgery. Um, we removed it because they said, if we removed it, he'll stand a really good chance, but uh, it actually made it worse and then it spread through his bone. But what I told her, as I said, you know, people, I think it's important to share because, you know, she didn't start out with a perfect horse by any means. I mean, he was, he was horrible when we first got him. He was skinny and bony and her first trainer actually, kind of rescued him from a situation, but he was gorgeous as far as a horse. He just wasn't anything special. And, you know, I said, I think it's important for people to understand that, you know, sometimes you have to work for something and it's not even going to go the way you planned because she, after that, got another horse, Buttercup, <laughs> that was awesome, but also stubborn. Yeah. She really made me like really work for stuff. She would rather run her into a fence than, than go anything faster than a trot. Like she literally would go to the fence and try to run her. <laughs> oh my goodness. But she worked through it. And that's what I, th I told her. I said, you know, I think that's really neat because how many horses until you got to your first barrel horse? Three? Yeah, three. Three horses. So. Mm -hmm. And it was just, she would put more time into them. So they would be better, you know, per doing parades. And so, you know, they she built them up to better horses so that when we sold them, you know, they could do a lot more things. Mm -hmm. And then, so it allowed us eventually to work up to her first barrel horse. Mm -hmm. That's good. What, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if we've asked, what made you choose barrel racing over all of the other disciplines? <laughs> you did play days. Yeah, I actually started out with play days. Have what you guys played um it's like a bunch of different games so it's like what you do with your horse yeah oh, pony club yeah yeah <laughs> so there's like poles there's like and barrels like and a bunch of different other games that you do mm -hmm. and i did that for i think two years two years yeah. two years and then once we kind of got the train with the trainer i have now that's when i really started barrel racing and she kind of and she took me to my first barrel race, so that's why I started. Go ahead and tell them why you like that first barrel race. What got her hooked? Oh, because 
I won money at my first Ferrari. So. <laughs> she actually got two checks, and she was like, you know, and the, where at the play days, I think you got like. Well, not even at the play days. Like, you only got stuff at finals, which was like trophies and medals. And if you got first, you got a buckle. But that's actually, I actually got my first buckle from pole bending there. Yeah. Nice. No, but it, it seems like the money. Don't let her. Don't, don't let. Don't let her tell you otherwise. <laughs> she like this teach X she got. <laughs> yeah, the first time your horse wins you money, it's like finally you are yeah. worth something. <laughs> the funny thing is, her trainer kept saying, "Don't you know? Hey, that's beginner's luck. Don't get used to this, you know." And then I think it was uh, maybe what not until you're like fifth race before you, she actually didn't want to check, and then yeah, she was devastated. Well, wasn't, it, wasn't it when I started riding Deuce? Yeah. 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 Because mm-hmm. at first, you know, my trainer told me I have to work if I wanted to start riding, you know, a bear horse. So we had this horse named Barney. You know, he's pretty good, but you really had to push him. But he was good. He was good, like, horse to learn barrels on. Mm-hmm. Well, I know winning money is like, that <laughs> That changes the game. <laughs> yeah, like she can have what she thinks is not a great run. And we all joke about that, about yeah. her not so great runs usually have won her the most money. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, if, if, it, if it goes like that, then, you know, just keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you rewatch any of your old runs? I do to kind of see... I usually watch like I usually watch them to see what I need to work on. And usually after I run, we kind of go back into with my trainer. We usually go back and watch them and slow them down and see what needs to be worked on for next time. Mm-hmm. We laugh about her really old videos. So. Yeah, like <laughs> can you see a lot of improvement in them? <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> I think one of her first ones on Deuce, we were joking around that he kind of bounced off all the walls. Yeah, and, and Woody. Was yeah. Oh, her first time with Woody was pretty. Well, yeah, it's be, I was supposed to, it was at a junior high rodeo, and I was supposed to ride Deuce, but he ended up coming up hurt the night before, so I had to ride Woody, and I only rode, I, I barely rode him before, yeah. and so when I ran him, I like bounced off all the walls all my it was it was really it was not pretty at all no but did you win a check no no not on that (laughs) we were like we were trying to find something positive hey you stayed in the saddle you didn't fall off (laughs) but her time actually was almost as good as her trainer's time on the horse but it just was horrendous (laughs) (laughs) and she's always been a person that she just wants everything to look just right. You know, she's, mm-hmm. she's like one of her things is if people are going to stare at me, then I need to give them a reason to, <laughs> to watch me well, next time. It's just like, like, I feel like if I do bad, that just like proves them right. You know, that I can't ride. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I'm like really hard on myself. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. I feel like it's a horse person quality as well. <laughs> Perfectionism and, you know, especially when you compete. Definitely. Yeah. She's got, she's got an edge to her that she doesn't acknowledge, but yeah. She's competitive. You, you yeah. want to be the best. And whether you're competing with someone else or just competing with your last run, you know, it's important to acknowledge where you came from so that you continue to improve. 
And one of the unique things, and, you know, we don't know a lot about English, but I think in barrel racing, you know, just like her race yesterday, there's no, you know, lines or clear distinctions if you're a pro barrel racer or not. You know, you, they don't keep it unless, you know, you go to a pro rodeo. Other than that, there's no guidelines as to, you know, what level they can be at. So she's up against yesterday quite a few, even the lady that was in her drag with her those five had been to the national finals rodeo the year in december you know so there she is with her you know so it's you know it's sometimes hard for her to keep that in perspective that some of these women are obviously pros and you know and she didn't grow up on a horse or anything and none of us can help her so she's she needs to give herself a lot more credit sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah we were just talking about earlier um after we watch your video, <laughs> like <laughs> the process and how to get to the NFR or, you know, for people who aspire to do that. And, um, cause I, I wasn't sure, uh, how that worked initially. Um, but looking it up on their website, it looks like you just attend rodeos in their tour. Yeah. Nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Like pretty much as, as much as you can, because it's off of your earnings. Yep. throughout the year and then whoever has the highest earnings gets to go to the um, NFR. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's this very intense. Um, you know, a lot of people ask her if that's something that she's aspiring for and <laughs> she'll tell them flat out, no. No. Mm -hmm. um, it's just most girls um, that do it, um, they have a lot of a team, I guess you could say a team, you know, somebody's driving the horses to the next rodeo and, you know, you may be catching up on sleeps, you know, and people just think, oh, you just kind of go around the nation and it's so much more than that, you know, and, and she'll tell you, I want a life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't really like the constant traveling. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was looking at the locations and we were like, what is A, B? What state is A, B? And then I was like, oh, wait, that's Canada. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> a big one. I think that's Calgary, isn't it? Is Calgary out in Canada? Yeah. 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 So that's, I can see how that's literally like your job. Like that's a job. That's yeah. lifetime commitment. This is what you're going to do for the entire year. <laughs> yeah, the lady that she was in the five, you know, because they were taking them in fives, mm -hmm. um, the pro barrel racer that she was up, she literally drove in from Arizona that night and was there the next morning competing. <laughs> she went to a pro rodeo out in Arizona and yeah, so I'm like, you know, and that's, that's her life. Tori's <laughs> like, she likes to sleep a little bit. So. <laughs> I like to sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this girl can probably sleep on a dime in the trailer, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I completely, completely agree. Uh, but that's good. I think it's still um, admirable to have goals with your horse and it not necessarily be like i want to go to the highest level competition yeah ever you know i just read an article about that um but it was a jumper article and she and the title was like i don't think i'm gonna jump any higher than three feet and i'm okay with that you know <laughs> yeah it's it's all right you know not to want to go like extend yourself all the way up but 
you know, I think that's where you have to look at just competing with yourself and not with other people, because as long as you do better than your last run, you're, you're doing great. Definitely. And she's, she's just now getting to where I think she's, you know, she, I don't know. She's confident. Oh, she's really confident. Oh. Like there's more confidence now. So that's been fun. That's been fun to watch. And, um, I think we've talked about too, like sh her other thing is like, she likes sharing it with little kids. Like that's her thing. Mm -hmm. She loves putting little kids on a horse for the first time. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, I said maybe with the therapy side and all that, maybe eventually that can mesh somewhere. That's <laughs> yeah. That's what Caitlin does. Awesome. Yeah. I yeah. That. And I, I, um, I got a mini horse kind of for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, he's like the spitting image of my, the horse that I ride. Well, so that was the first reason. That's me. <laughs> the second reason was like, okay, well, he's actually, you know, got a calm, calmer demeanor. Like he's not one of those minis that just want to like, because you were walking yeah mostly demons. Yeah. 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 Well, lately, like this two-year-old year, <laughs> I don't even know what is happening, but <laughs> we're going to work on it. We're going to work on getting the quarantine thing was not doing well for him, but we're going to get, we're going to get back to, you know, decent behavior. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, letting little kids see them and it's like low risk because I don't have to put them on them. <laughs> he's small. <laughs> yeah, that's small. So they get to see a horse without actually like, oh, can I ride? Like, no, because he's small, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, still having that experience. And you know, we see old people too. And you know, they get to they do things. You know, increase their fine motor skills as well. Braiding his hair, brushing them, oh. things like that. So I think that's a very admirable, admirable sector to go into mm -hmm. I, I love it we talked about it <laughs> so we'll have to see yeah awesome all right Caitlin do you have any other questions for her what message would you give to your older self like if you just in case one day you come back to watch this interview what's something you want to say to your older self um <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, I can't just say have fun. Yeah, you really can. <laughs> have fun. I'm like, I think sometimes she's very serious and stuff, and I think it'd be, I think now she's really starting to take in a lot of the just the whole atmosphere of stuff and really kind of enjoying it more, I guess you could say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just, we have a really neat kind of what we call like a rodeo family, <laughs> you know? So um, <clears throat> I'd say probably just have fun. And I'm just thankful because I think for most 15 year olds, you know, mom and daughters, it's like you, typically you may have some things in common, but not a lot. And, we're shoved in a small trailer most weekends. <laughs> so we've, really, we've had some really laughable, fun experiences off of it. And she's got a great, I mean, I hate to say trainer. She's, she just really calls her her rodeo mom. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and her name's Angela. But 
you know, I think she's really starting to realize that it can be fun and things don't always have to turn out perfect and it still can be rewarding. So yeah, she's, she's getting it now. <laughs> it takes some time. It takes some time. Oh, definitely. And like you said, you know, I think it's just a, a personality of people when you get with horses and when you decide to compete, there's a certain common personality there and you're just yeah. you know, always, yeah. always wanting to fix something. Mm -hmm. What would you, what advice would you give to other people who are aspiring to be barrel racers? Um, I would just, I would say you really have to work your way up and kind of, you have to really work hard because mm -hmm. it's not, it's not as easy as it looks. And, um, well, <laughs> I, don't know. I think one of her biggest things is just like we said, everybody just kind of assumes she bought that perfect barrel horse. And it's just, you know, just with her first experience of her first horse having to be, you know, put down, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, that should, for a lot of people that would have been the end but you know she just she there was just something there and I think as long as people understand sometimes it's never going to be easy and it's never going to be perfect and it's never going to go the way you planned um just you know just to keep pushing forward and that's what she's had an amazing ability to kind of adapt I think and that's probably a big thing and she gotta gotta be willing to adapt and She's very shy, <laughs> so she's had to come out of her shell, mm -hmm. um, and it's just hard for her sometimes to ask for help or some feedback, but that's been our greatest tool, mm -hmm. I think, is outsiders um, giving advice or different ways of trying things or different approaches, so... Mm -hmm. yeah. Get some good people around you, and we didn't even know any of these people. It was just kind of immersing ourselves in it <laughs> and always just being there you know and and uh it's just you know I, I think one thing about the horse community is more often than not there's people that want to help mm -hmm. um and that's been one of our biggest blessings <laughs> sorry why are you here one he can probably hear my dog <laughs> He sounds big. <laughs> yeah. He's a huge baby. He's actually supposed to be a bully, yeah. I think, but he doesn't look like one. <laughs> oh my goodness. That He's was great and big, but she adores him. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Do you have any other pets? Um, we have another dog named Stormy. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we have a goat <laughs> that stays with the horses. Oh. She kind of acts like a horse. <laughs> That's adorable. What's the goat's name? Sugar. Oh. Sugar's a goat. Oh, a goat. <laughs> we bought her as a companion for one of the horses, mm -hmm. and she ended up being a bigger baby than the horses. <laughs> like, we, you know, they say they could have a companion, and they put them in the stall, and she cried nonstop. Mm -hmm. The first place we took her and so she's just now just part of the horse herd and <laughs> she just roams around with the horses mm -hmm. hey if they accept her then by all means go out there oh, yeah they just it's like they freak out at everything but for some reason they've never freaked out at her no. oh that's really good that's really good all right well 
tell the people where to find you, um, all of your your socials and your rides and things like that and your sponsors and all that. Okay, so my Facebook is Tori Bush Brawl Racing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then that's it for social media. Yeah, she's been very limited with the social yeah. media. And then for sponsors, I have to read off of this so I don't forget them. So, Rowdy Rubbish, Delicious Horse Treats, Horseshoe R Arena, Shining Spurs Stables, Barrel Horse Outfitters, Dragon yeah. Mules. Mules, Custom Tack, Broken Pea Designs, and Rider Buckle. Nice. nice. She's been amazingly blessed with some sponsors, and it's and it was all just really, some of it's been off of um, an article that was shared in Black Rains Magazine, and in others, they've just seen her ride and <laughs> they just want to be a part that's great yeah and her her trainer's been amazing um angie angela Kirkhoff, she's been amazing she one of her very first sponsors was because of her so she got custom shirts and everything and tori's always been about standing out <laughs> like from head to toe so <laughs> good. really neat stuff some good sponsors and we've been We've had one of ours um, blessed us with the ability to take a second horse mm -hmm. to Youth World Finals in Georgia. No, no that's a different oh. one. Yeah, <laughs> and then another one wants her to um, enter in this big event called the American, and they qualifier. So they've agreed to pay a very stout entry fee for her. But <laughs> so we've just, it's things like that that keep pushing her and she realizes that a lot of people believe in her sometimes mm -hmm. more than she gives herself credit for, so. Yeah, well, we believe in you too. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited and we appreciate it. And yeah. I'm just ready for the summer. This virus kind of put us out of commission for two months. Yeah. Two months. So right now she's making up for lost time. <laughs> we yeah. did four events last week and now we're going to get rain all week. So <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. were you able to go to your barn during this time or just not going to rodeos? Yo, I was able to go see the horses, but like we don't have any, we didn't really have anywhere that was dry to practice. Mm -hmm. It was hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least she got to go out and check on them. I know oh, yeah, she kept them exercised and everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just with barrel racing, it's just tiny little things constantly. And so when you're not able to actually go into a, a race and put that all, you know, it just kind of, I don't want to say it set her back, though, because we've been amazed at what she's been doing with all these races. So mm -hmm. we had one race with their first gray horse where we were, she just laughed and said, let's just go <laughs> after it was done. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but she's been doing pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day today. Your Memorial day. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't take you away from any good food that's happening. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You guys have a fantastic rest of your day and we will let you know when this episode is going to go live. Awesome, you guys. And we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Be sure to head over to our social media pages and let us know what you thought about this episode. And I will have to let you guys know this is the last episode of season three, y'all. We will go on a two-week hiatus and we will be back in August for all new content, all new episodes, and more surprises for you guys. Thank you so much for rocking with us throughout this entire season and all the amazing things that have been happening happening over the last few months. Stay tuned to our social media. We're going to do some lives. We're going to do some discussions until season four launches and it is going to be a fantastic time. If you have any questions, let us know. If you have somebody or something you want to talk about or see, let us know. And until then, we will see you on the flip side. See you guys in August.